You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to another episode of Good Life, Great Life. And today we have with us, we we have Rachel Neal. So Rachel co-founded Carex Consulting Group and also the Kids Play Company, Figgy. Welcome to the program, Rachel. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you. Yeah, me too. It sounds like you've done some really, really exciting things in your entrepreneurial career, but uh, you started where a lot of people start and that's kind of corporate America. So what uh, inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I um, I kind of fell into the space and I ended up working with this health tech company uh, coming on as uh, an early employee and right away got the bug. I was like, I up being scrappy and building things and kind of problem solving in my day to day. And we grew pretty quickly to 40 million in uh, private equity funding. And kind of towards the end of my tenure, I was like, oh, I'm like not doing the, making the magic happen, building the bike while I'm riding it anymore. And um, decided it was capital and launched Carex, my first venture. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what Carex does. Yeah. So Carex does uh, staffing in the scientific engineering, health tech, IT, and project management spaces. And we work with uh, venture-backed startups all the way up through Fortune 5 companies. So and uh, so and that's that's still ongoing. You've grown that. So what are some of the challenges that uh, it really uh, that you that you had to endure to really build that up? Yeah, I I think it's it's really hard as you've probably experienced um in in your in your entrepreneurial build a brand from nothing. Uh it's it's a lot of uh it's a lot of networking, it's a lot of kind of selling this the idea before you actually have the the goods to go with it. And so I think that was one of the biggest challenges was getting people to take us seriously and giving us a chance. And so be an efficient storyteller and being able to help them visualize. Awesome. So what, um, and you're a mom of six, right? So how does that work yeah. when you're balancing your your family life with with starting up a business? I uh, I always like to talk about work life blend, which is really how I operate my life. There's there's not that balance. I I feel like that's always um, connotation. 
but work-life blend works for me. I love being an entrepreneur and having my own schedule because I really am able to fit my kids into my day-to-day operations and find times that work for us. Um, Whether that means taking a break at 11 to get some lunch together or, you know, uh, being able to to pick up where I left off at And, uh, and, and so yeah, I love that. I love that it's kind of a blended thing. So it's rather than like balancing like this or the other, right? It's really incorporating everything that's, that's part of your life. Now, do you, do you bring your kids to work? Do you, do you put them to work <laughs> and uh, <laughs> into your company? What, uh, how do they fit in? Yeah, so um, I do mild care, which is super helpful because I don't think I'd get very much work done. But with my company, Figgy, they participate quite a bit. So I uh, I had found myself a working parent at home during a global pandemic with kids running around. And that's kind of how the Figgy was born. And so now it's great because I'm able to leverage them in our advertising and some of our photo shoots. And I've even got them uh, working on making TikTok videos like that. So uh, they're helping me out now. <laughs> so, uh, and you mentioned Figgy, Figgy Play. Um, and so what, what was the inspiration for that? And and uh, how, how successful has that been? Yeah, so uh, during, it was the, the start of 2020 and Carex was in this like three to four week lull while hiring managers figured out what they were going to do. And I had a little bit of free time and I thought, my gosh, I need to keep my kids busy. And the there's a product out there called Nugget and you couldn't get your hands on it. You had to enter a lottery to be able to spend your money on it. And two, when your two-year-old has a meltdown every time they play with it, you start thinking, man, if I was the product designer, I think I would do things a little bit differently. And so... I ended up calling up my co-founder, who's also a parent and an engineer by parent and kids perspective and launched on Kickstarter, did $40,000 in eight minutes and then closed out a organic campaign with dollars and then went on to do a million in revenue um, our first year. Wow. So how is is the the product different from other, other play sets and things that you were seeing out there? Yeah, so um, the Figgy has four base cushions that are all of equal thickness, which is important because it means that little kids and big kids can can be supported by it and adults too. Um, and then we chose um, a foam density that wasn't too heavy for little kids to lift up and manipulate. Uh, we have a patent pending Velcro connection system that allows you to connect as many cushions as you want and really like create limitless possibilities, helps with gross motor skills and and STEM creative thinking. And then we also utilize rectangle shapes, which make great pillars and seats and are easy for kids to walk across. Uh, And then there's little things for the parent too. So waterproof liners, so that if you have accidents or spills, you're not ruining the foam underneath color trends that match with the modern home decor. So it's, you know, reds and yellows and blues that don't really match the your home aesthetic. You can have something that when guests come over, looks like 
And then we have zipper garages and other safety features that protect your. Yeah, it's, I mean, it looks it looks fun, and, and and as a parent, someone who has to construct a fort out of the the couch cushions about every other day for my son, and then put it all back up together on the couch, <laughs> it sounds it sounds pretty cool. But I bet your kids had a lot of fun um, testing the product, and as you say, you're using them and and advertising as well. Yeah, yeah, they um they're they're my my honest product testers. Kids never uh seem to mince words and they're also always interested in helping with the creative side of things. Awesome. And you mentioned like like making TikTok videos and stuff like that. Are you are you using social media to really create awareness uh, of the product and the brand? Yeah, and it's been an interesting like year year and a half because I uh, you might be aware of the iOS changes. Mm -hmm. So iOS 14 changed the way that all the algorithms worked. So we've shifted our strategy a little bit. We still use Facebook and Instagram and TikTok advertising, but we also work with influencers and have developed partnerships. Yeah, and you were talking about Kickstarter and you're talking about even, you know, when when you were uh, starting uh, Carex that you really had to go out there and, and raise money for this. So what what did you learn through that process uh, that you can share with some aspiring entrepreneurs on that may need to get some capital to really get started? Yeah, I always go back to networking. I think building your network before you really need to utilize it is so important. It's something that we should be teaching kids when they're in school, middle school, high school, it's such a valuable skill set. And I think it's a lot easier. And at least it was for me already being plugged into my startup community and already uh, having relationships with, with people so that they would either vouch for me or make introductions to, to folks that could help me. And I think it saved a lot of time and effort and ultimately, it's good for our community, too, because there's an ecosystem up. Yeah. And and uh, so that's I think that's great advice on, on how to raise capital with people. Networking is always good. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And then in so many cases in business, um, what are some other pieces of advice that you would give to an aspiring entrepreneur who who may not know where to start or may may want to be aware of some of the pitfalls that they can uh, fall into as they get going there. What are what are some top things that that uh, that you would advise them on? Yeah, I think that one don't skip on the back end. So a lot of something and make a business and maybe sell that business, but they don't realize the back end of the business might be like making sure you're, you have enough insurance or you've got banking relationships and a, a legal team that you can depend on. And so putting those pieces and making sure that you have the, um, and then also making sure that you find mentors. So I have avoided so many mistakes by just talking to other entrepreneurs and letting them tell me things that I might not have even thought of. And so I think those are two, two big pieces of advice that I have. And then the third would be, don't wait and I often hear people say, oh, I have this great idea, but oh, I don't have a logo, or I don't have this, or I don't know how get all that it, the either it's too late the ideas passed or they never feel like they're ready enough mm 
just just step forward. Yeah, I think it's 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 good advice. A lot of people uh, we always like to say they're getting ready to get ready. You know that they they spend a lot of time on some detailed and get down in the weeds of things they don't really need to worry about right there. They just they just need to go, and and so they sit back and wait too long, and then before you know it, the opportunities pass them by. I always find too, there's so many people who are afraid to share their ideas that uh-huh. somebody might steal the idea, and of the opposite mindset. I think that execution is really like the key to everything. And it's really hard to execute. So the idea of somebody stealing your idea, probably very low risk. Um, But what you do, um, what you you miss when you kind of keep things secret is the fee. you're not thinking of the more people you talk to and kind of uh socialize your idea with the easier it's going to be for you to get going and possibly avoid more pitfalls absolutely and and you talk about mentorship as well because most people they don't know what they don't know and and talking to people that have been there and done that um is is invaluable so who who are some of your best mentors out there yeah, I would say my Bakken, he started Nordic Consulting and uh-huh. he was an incredible mentor because um, early on in my in my career with him, he would take me to a bunch of startup events and took the time to explain things and maybe otherwise wouldn't be exposed to. And so he's always been a great supporter and a great connector. Um, and then I think the if I had to look to some other ones, Aaron Zaga, who is the CMO at Newton Baby, is um, in the baby mattress space. And he's always been so open to providing um, quick responses and advice. And it's really, really helped me um, along the way and and sped up our process at Figgy. And then um, even just uh, the other one would be Generator. So they are this accelerator that is now across the country and they do such amazing work in the startup community and a lot to give back as well. Awesome. That's it's good stuff. Um, so uh, what's next? What's next for Rachel? What's next for Figgy and, and uh, Carex? What, where, where are you taking it in the next few years? Yeah, so Carex continues to expand. And so we continue to offer new business lines as we as we grow different capabilities and then because expand a lot faster geographically um it was a little harder before to enter into new markets but now with the rise of remote work and remote work being here to stay it's a lot easier for us so we're kind of full steam ahead and with figgy we're really trying to create that brand recognition and that into marketing and PR and feel like we've perfected our product now and we just got to get the word out there and solidify our position in the market. Awesome. Good stuff. So how can our audience get in touch with with you or learn more about Figgy, learn more about Carex? Where can they go? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find links to everything through my website, rachelneal.com. You can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Figgy Play. And 
rxconsultinggroup.com. And then I'm on LinkedIn as well, Rachel Neal. And I'm always happy to connect and chat with anybody. So I uh, I would love it if people reached out. Awesome. Good stuff. And we're going to have those links here tied to the podcast as well. So our guest today has been Rachel Neal, who co-founded CareX Consulting Group, along with the Kids Play Company, Figgy, uh, figgyplay.com. So thank you so much, Rachel, for sharing all your knowledge today. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you for listening to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, brought to you by Brian Highfield. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.